0: So, you're getting married. Congratulations! You've landed on The Real Wedding Podcast. Adam Straney is a civil celebrant known as the Master of Ceremony. Adam has worldwide experience as a celebrant and officiant. He talks to couples about what planning their wedding was really like, how the ceremony really played out, and what they would change if they could do it all over again. This is a no-bullshit guide to weddings from Real Couples. Welcome to Real Weddings, Real Couples with Adam Strainey, the Master of Ceremony.
1: Yay, g'day, welcome along. Great to have you uh, yet again for another week of Real Weddings, Real Couples. It's all thanks to my good mates at Minkove Homes. Uh, don't forget the Shane and John Howell. If you're trying to get out of that rut and get that first homeowners grant, well, they've got great display homes right across the uh, the south coast. There's Wonga Willy, Calderwood, South Narrat, the brand new estate there, the Green Orchard Estate, and also in Goulburn. So plenty of places we. You can catch up with them and of course uh, the gang at brilliant blooms now i do say the gang and they're a wonderful mother and daughter combo of sarah and jess however everyone talking about jess the illawarra uh young businesswoman of the year in the uh in the illawarra business uh, women in business awards so congratulations jess you're an absolute legend that's for sure Uh, So today in the podcast, catching up with Matt and Michaela, married these guys on the south coast uh, at a place called Merriby, an absolutely gorgeous spot, and it was about five years ago. So I had a bit of a yarn to those guys, and they did this incredible walk. They joined me tonight in the podcast, whose idea was that epic garden walk?
0: That's what I wanted, but the weather didn't really comply No, I think there are a few chopping and changing behind the scenes that I wasn't aware of.
2: Yeah, Michaela did a lot of changing that morning. Oh, really? Really? <laughs> I did
0: not. The only thing I wanted was outside. She even
2: changed her health. <laughs> one day
1: she was gone. <laughs> one day she was dying when she was wounded.
0: No, I was in hospital on a drip.
1: What on earth had happened?
0: I spent the whole night before the wedding vomiting and on the floor in a heap until I think it was about 4am. Mum took me down to Nowra Hospital and they popped me on a drip and rehydrated me and um, didn't want to let me go, but it got to about 8am. and I had hair and makeup starting then, <laughs> so I had to get discharged and get back.
1: You know, it's funny that you say um, you had hair and makeup at eight because I think the boys were booked in for a surf at nine. Is that correct?
2: Yes, That's correct. <laughs> I said to be perfectly honest, we'll play the ones that need to be on a drip. <laughs>
1: <Yes>. <laughs> well, because I remember, I remember coming to, um, I remember coming to Merribee the night before, and you were fine, Michaela. Like you. You didn't have much of a drama. You didn't seem like anything was going wrong. And I was kicking the footy around with Matt and we are really, we did, we said, let's talk about the wedding. We talked about the wedding for maybe eight minutes. Then we had beers and (laughs) played footy and forgot about the whole (laughs) wedding.
0: And after dinner, I just fell in a heap of shit on the floor and was not well. So
1: the, the day of the wedding, you were clearly freaking out. Um, that shit wasn't going to go to plan. Um, it all came together in in a magnificent way, didn't it?
0: It did. It poured with rain the, the day before. There was so much blue sky, sunny as, and I went, "Yep, this is perfect." And then woke up that morning. Well, came back from the hospital that morning, and it was pissing down. Mm, mm. And they were just the, the bomb was projecting so much rain, but a very small window of sunshine. Just when our ceremony was meant to be kicking off,
1: and we got that, we got it. We did. We it. We did. I must admit, I remember. Um, I remember talking to another couple saying, "And and Maddie, you were the one that you were the one that started the whole idea of." And I don't know why we did it, but the whole idea of of the groom entrance, and I can't yeah. remember why we, why we talked about you having an entrance.
2: No, it was because Cronulla. It's because Cronulla Sharks have won the comp. And we were all wearing the socks prior to. And we wanted to come into the grandstand. We were talking about it prior to when we were all having a scotch. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you came... You literally came... <laughs> and When you watch this on YouTube, Michaela nearly spat her tea out of her nose at <laughs> Matt <Manchester. laughs> You came in high-fiving all of your mates thinking you were the ship walking down. Yeah, and it was my day. It was, yeah, yeah. It was from that moment that I started saying to a lot of grooms, hey, listen, there's this guy who had an epic arrival. Um, we played his song. He had all of his lads walking in behind him and he thought he was the ship. Every time So if you're planning your wedding And you hear me give you this speech It's because of this guy That (laughs) is now unfolding Because It was And it it worked mate Didn't it? Like it worked a treat What was that feeling like When you came down the aisle You had your song blaring in the background And and all of your friends were there What, What was that feeling like?
2: I just felt like I was about to play a grand final again that's all. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Everything's about uh, footy, Michaela. Everything's about bloody footy.
0: <laughs> it could have been anything.
1: He
0: yeah. still thinks he's got another season in him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: that's, hey, that's not that funny. <laughs> if, oh, actually, if, actually, if Ashley had still play could play. This is going to make the promo now. That that line from your wife's going to make the promo. Um, but then, Michaela, because you had like a million, you had a million bridesmaids. Was it? It was I did. seven, I had wasn't my, it? There
0: was. I had my three sisters and my four best mates.
1: Yeah. So it was just. We had to have a song that was really fucking long.
0: (laughs) Pretty much. And it was a really long aisle, a lot longer than we thought it was going to be because they made a couple of changes between us last seeing Merriby and the day before the wedding when we got there. So it was quite a long aisle.
1: Like it was – the aisle, I reckon, was a good – and without shitting you, I reckon it felt like it was about 25, 30 metres. But then because you had to walk through the garden as well – it was a good 100 metres before you actually got to the Arbour of where you were going to be married. Um, but, again, for you, I guess, I know it's five years ago, but but what was that feeling for you? I mean, you had a shit-eating grin on your face walking down the aisle. Um, what was that feeling like for you?
0: I can't remember if it was my dad or my stepdad that ended up stepping on my dress at the start of the walk down the aisle, and I just kept thinking, don't trip, don't fall, don't end up in the mud. Um but it was, it was, it went a lot quicker than I thought it would. Um, and it was, yeah, it was pretty exciting. It was awesome.
1: Yeah. Um, and so I guess uh, some advice that you would give to couples, would you, would you if you, given that day again, would you do the same thing, Matt? Would yeah. you come down the aisle or would you choose a different song yeah. or would you not have the boys?
2: Would you just do it No, I say? wouldn't change. I wouldn't change anything. yeah I yeah. loved every, I even loved the fact that we had the weather incident and everything.
1: Yeah. Yeah, right. And and what about you, Michaela? What would would you would you have a shorter walk, I mean, cuz it was it was a long walk, man. Maybe some gumbo. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um in terms of the walking down the aisle and and stuff like that, no, I had the bridesmaids all walk down to a song and then we started a different song for me. Mm. Um I think the rehearsal the night before the brief eight minutes that we had um, was really helpful and you had a really good idea of because there were so many of the girls and it was quite a wide aisle to stagger them side to side so that you could actually see each girl as they came down and the photos looked awesome because it wasn't just one person and then the rest disappeared. Mm. Mm. That, I, I thought that was, that was great. I, I don't think I'd change anything
1: yeah and and so in terms of um, your photographer and i know that you were just saying before we even hit record on the podcast that it took it took 12 months for you guys to get your video back
0: pretty yeah 11 12 months it was it was quite a while um I know that they had like wedding after wedding, Friday, Saturday, Sunday kind of thing straight from us. So we got our preview, which was, I think, like a seven minute clip um, within a couple of weeks, like month or two. Um, but yeah, the actual video, which was a 35 minute video, full speeches um, that came, yeah, almost a year later, but it was it was worth the wait. Yeah, we got the, the snippet
1: heaps. at the start too, so it was all.
0: Yeah, it wasn't it, like we, we hadn't right. seen anything.
1: Yeah, yeah, of course, yeah, and and I do remember the photos. I mean, like the photos that you guys got back, the, some of the ones that you shared straight away, they were just amazing. Yeah,
2: we're just, we're just she lucky. was
0: awesome. I still, I'm still in contact with her now. She was just kind of. Starting out um, with her photography, and she was awesome. Like, Where is she now? Uh, down the south coast. She did a massive day. She was there for like eleven, oh, more than eleven hours. And yeah, I right. think she she just didn't. She wanted to stay till stunts. She she didn't want to bar a leaving, which was great too.
1: Well, I, I think I had something to do. I can't remember what. I, maybe I had another wedding on in the afternoon after mm-hmm. you guys did. And he came back? Yeah, yeah, I did come back because because you're old man, and I've gotta, I've gotta admit, I got to I got to admit, I I work with uh, with Matt's dad, and that that was how the whole association came about. And Mick, Mick said, "You got to meet my me son and he's and the future um, daughter-in-law. They're getting married. You got to meet them." And that's it. It's just gonna happen. You said the same thing
2: to us. Yeah,
1: yeah and yeah, he said to me, he said, "Don't forget, if you're gonna piss off, you have got to come back." And I did. And that party that you guys were having, it was like. You know, when you arrive to a party late and you go, oh, Jesus, everybody else is having a ball, and I'm the odd loser out sober ass. (laughs) (laughs) That was exactly how I felt when I walked in. But everyone's like, hey, the celebrant boys up again. Come on. Um, and it was It was like a rave. It was. You're Matt was
0: crowd surfing. His auntie was barefoot in the mud dancing and kicking her heels. His mum was singing. His grandfather yeah. was on the drums. was... Well, it was I, awesome.
1: I got there just as the speeches were happening and the speeches were epic as well. Um, uh, the, the one thing that I do remember, Michaela, is um, receiving a run sheet from you that I... <laughs> that oh, I, I still get it. Oh, mate, uh, Matty, I reckon you would. I, I remember when we were teeing this up, I thought, shit, that's right. It was Michaela <laughs> who had that that run sheet. Um, Sometimes
2: uh, I wake up highlighted.
1: <laughs> I remember looking through the, and I was like, "Wow, this this run sheet's never gonna end." Would that be a tip? Would that be a tip, Michaela? Just just make sure you've got your shit planned.
0: I, th- I find I'm an organised person, and I run on schedules and routines. And I found that for me personally, it made it a lot less stressful because everyone knew what they were doing. Everyone knew their job if they had a job or what was happening and what needed to be organized. And I was able to delegate quite well with that. Mm -hmm. And it wasn't, oh, this person thought that they were doing that, but then it got stuffed around or anything. It was kind of very... Black and white, and I think that really made it run a lot smoother.
1: Yeah, well, but that's not. It, it, it was black and white. It was black and white, and I've literally just opened it up here whilst we're talking. By the way, it was black <laughs> and white. It was highlighted yellow, and there was red in there as well. It was one thirty. Buy ice, twenty five bags. uh Went to uh, to Porter and Mark. Two o'clock. Set up the drinks for the paddock. At, 5.30 to 6.30 to be served. That was the bar staff. And then 10 cases of Forex. Very important, though, in red here, very important with three asterisks. There are two cases and uh, of mortar and pestle Sim Sav Blanc and three cases of mortar, pestle, Cab Merlot. Very important that these are to be used at the absolute last resort. What was all oh. that about?
0: because we've supplied everything ourselves we've organized the food we set everything up ourselves all of the alcohol and we had i think at last count it was about 184 people at the wedding and trying to cater for everyone and my biggest stress was running out of grog and going how the hell at like nine or ten o'clock at night or even earlier who's going to be the person that runs to um the bottle shop and and restocks So I remember trying to work out how much everyone would drink and like on a a realistic kind of thing where someone would go, I might only have two or three beers and be like, you're taking the piss out of that, She did
2: do another chart and do some asterisks on how many drinks she would think that person would drink.
0: (laughs) It wasn't specific. It was like, okay, I know that him and his mates would have at least 12 beers as a minimum over the course of... A six hour stint. Nana, one and a <laughs> half drinks.
1: <bitch. laughs> wow, you said that he was 12. Wow, I would have said easily 24 to 28, because he was ripping in early. He was ripping uh, <laughs> the night before. Yeah, was, yeah, yeah, that's right.
0: Well, we had cocktails and stuff as well, so it was like a use it as a last resort mm. if everything else runs out, so that we don't run out later on at night yeah. and go, "Hey, look, up shit creek."
1: But realistically, how important is that? Because you were, you know, everything was catered for, and and how how realistic. How realistically is that a bit of a logistical nightmare when you are It was a nightmare
0: working it out. It was really hard to make.
1: So how did you work it out then? I mean, did you just average it out on everybody's going to have 10 beers and four four glasses of wine?
0: I worked out – I had a – I was trying to cater to everyone's, I guess, tastes because I hate going to weddings where there's like – champagne only or yep. champagne and a white. And like, I just thought, I want everyone to have fun. I want everyone to enjoy themselves. So we catered for a few different types of beers, some mid strength. we had like at one stage, 40 cases of Corona or something we, ridiculous yeah. like my that.
2: My godfather drove down with, with his tipper down with 60 boxes of beers at one stage. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, like you, you even, I mean, talk about going over the top. There was cases of forex, there was Corona, there was Super Dry, there was Carlton. Then you went through a list of about eight different wines, which was pretty fucking impressive. Uh, there was champagne, uh, there was Captain Morgan's rum, there was Scotch, there was Grey Goose vodka as well. Oh, that but, was off the a <laughs> Yes, it. yes. But <laughs> then you went, M- Michaela, you went one step above. You got limes for the Coronas. Of course, <laughs> she's a beer drinker. I drink, she knows, I drink
0: beer. She's
1: lime. She's Corona Monday night. <laughs> <laughs> I've <got> two kids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you're drinking more than just Corona. Let me tell you, with two kids. <laughs> um, but the, and then so to, uh, talk us through, um, you know, the way that you came about. Uh, the whole uh, picking of bridesmaids' dresses. Did you did you talk to the bridesmaids about their dresses?
0: I, yeah i I really didn't want people spending a shitload of money on our wedding, like coming to our wedding. I know that weddings can get out of control, expensive, particularly for the bridal party, and everything adds up. And I was so conscious of people, the fact that they were traveling down the coast for the weekend. And so they had to pay for accommodation and people buy outfits and things like that. Um, and so I let my bridesmaids pick their own dresses. Um, they just had to be white and shorter than mine was their their um, criteria. And because my brides, I was catering for my sister who was, 15, my youngest sister was 15 at the time. And yeah. my maid of honor was 20. So there, there was a big age gap there and what, what suited one person wasn't going to suit the other. Sure. And I wanted them to be comfortable in what they were wearing too. So I just said, if you've already got a dress, perfect. Mm. If not, you pick whatever the hell you like as long as it fits that criteria. And they were all pretty happy and comfortable in what they wore, which was and,
1: awesome. And oddly enough, they all looked – I mean, they all looked great, but they all did – they all coordinated quite well when you when you talk about yeah, listen, a 15 year old girl to you know a girl in her 20s they all really did they're not all going to have the same taste but they all really coordinated quite well no. and they came up trump so it's a really good idea actually for any any potential bride who's going this is what i want to do with the bridesmaids a great idea well i
0: just thought as well like bridesmaid dresses can be anywhere from 300 up mm. And they're a dress that they're going to wear once, and then chuck in the wardrobe and never wear again. I was yeah. like, I don't want people wasting money. I'd much prefer them to have something that they might wear again. Yeah. Well, that's a bit specific, but
1: yeah, yeah.
0: It didn't have to be an expensive, ridiculous dress.
1: Yeah. So, going to take a really quick break. Thanks for sticking about. We're talking to Matt and Michaela, married at Merriby about five years ago, and uh, going to ask them about the vibe that they were going for. Also, how to deal with a few of the small hiccups you have along the way. You know, and even as a celebrant, you know that a couple is going to call you and say, hey, listen, this has happened, that's happened. Um, and also, what their biggest stress was on the day of their wedding. We all get stressed, and leading up to one of the biggest events of your life, you're going to get a little stressed on your wedding day. So, we're going to talk about that still to come right here at Real Weddings, Real Couples, thanks to Minkove Homes and Brilliant Blooms. Minkove Homes are offering completed homes for just $244,000. This price includes your standard site costs, flooring, air conditioning, Caesar Stone tops, and much more. Visit minkovehomes.com.au to request more
0: information about their completed homes today.
1: Hi, my name's Kerry. I was at my girlfriend's wedding recently and oh my god, her flowers. They were amazing. The arbor flowers were stunning and the colour contrasts perfectly
0: with the bridesmaids. When I asked her about her flowers, she said they were brilliant blooms. Yep, she was right. They sure were. Now that I'm getting married in a few months,
1: one of my first phone calls was to Sarah and Jess at Brilliant Blooms. They're a mum and daughter team which was wonderful and they actually listen to what I want and will be getting everything fresh from the markets ready for the week of my wedding. I couldn't be happier. It was so affordable and I know my flowers of my wedding day will stand out from the rest. Now if only my fiance could be this easy with wedding day arrangements.
0: Talk to Brilliant Blooms about your wedding day. Search Brilliant Blooms on Insta and see how they'll change your wedding day. Welcome to Real Weddings, Real Couples with Adam Strainy, the Master of Ceremony.
1: All right, so chatting with Matt and Michaela. I married them five years ago in the beautiful Meriby, uh, which is down at uh, Torreira on the south coast of New South Wales, an awesome spot down there too. And don't forget, still got a couple of bookings as well for uh, uh, Love Month 2022. If you are getting married and uh, you want to win your honeymoon worth 5000 bucks, then hit me up a little bit later on once you finish the podcast. Just go straight to uh, Insta look up strainy the master of ceremony or just on facebook the master of ceremony i'm there on the web as well the master of ceremony.com.au so uh matt and michaela are with me and uh gonna ask him about the whole vibe we kind of talked about it before the break guys but that vibe what sort of vibe were you guys kind of going for on your wedding day
0: People said like, "What's the color scheme and what theme is it?" I was like, no, "I don't bloody know. I no. just want these. I wanted There's bright colored flowers. Yeah, right. Was a All in white. Yep. And i I originally wanted navy dresses for the girls, mm-hmm. and then I started shopping around, and there were so many different bloody colors, shades of navy, and different yep. dresses. And when I asked, "Stuff this, white's easy?"
1: Yeah. <laughs> so
2: we were we all navy.
0: Yeah.
1: Yeah. And and then I'll be honest, Michaela, you were the first bride I saw that had a headpiece in, which was kind of mm. cool. Where did that Where did that come from?
0: I think just Pinterest. In all honesty, I saw like there were a lot of over the top flower crowns and like just big headpieces. I didn't want to wear a veil, um, and I wanted just something simple and a bit low key and not too in your face and I think they nailed that pretty well that I, yeah. I love it now.
2: did the flowers yourself the whole the whole
1: yeah that's you know. right I remember you saying the week of the wedding that you went up to the flower markets and it was like yep. some we ungodly hour of the morning I mean like the girls from brilliant blooms uh, they look after this podcast with uh, with minkove and and man I've got to be honest they say at times they're up at ridiculous o'clock to be at the flower markets what's that experience like?
0: That was um, – it's pretty overwhelming walking into the flower markets because there are just vendors everywhere. And if you don't really know what you're looking for, it's pretty hard to go, oh, like, how do I know that these are all going to work together? Yeah. Um, but myself, my mum and a couple of the bridesmaids um, did a flower making course with Sydney Flower School just so we had some sort of rough idea. I think we spent like 100 bucks each doing it and we, they showed us how to – Put the flower bouquets and stuff together. And then all up, I'm fairly positive that we spent about 300 to 350 max on our flowers for the wedding.
1: Yeah, wow. I got.
0: yeah, I had a friend who's a florist um, and she I sent her a couple of photos of what I liked mm-hmm. and she gave me a list of flowers, like what their names were and what I was looking for. Sure. Um, and she made my bouquet for me and she did the boys' buttonholes because there was no way of I was course. learning how to do them.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly um, right. Yeah.
0: And she did my flower crown as well. So for the both of you,
1: cool. I want to um, – oh, very important, and it came up trumps too, mate. Um, I want to ask you both <laughs> – what was it like working with with each of the vendors? So, you know, people like myself, um, your photographer, your videographer, all that sort of gear, even the venue. As a whole, how did you approach vendors and, and having to deal with everyone?
0: I think the people that we picked were people that we gelled with.
2: Yeah, they, everyone was just sort of simple people. No offence. <laughs> but, like, just people that people that were... Um,
0: not overcomplicated. Yeah, nothing
2: overcomplicated. That's yeah. the way to go. Yeah.
0: Like, we, we spoke to one photographer that we met with first and not that we weren't happy with her, but we just didn't connect sure. with her. Sure, sure, sure. Um, she was lovely, but then we met our um, photographer that we went with, Sam, and she, like, it was like we'd known her our whole lives. Yeah. Was, and that made it easy... I was really organized and everything, but the caterers were great. Um, we had they
2: were people from the area too, which yeah. I thought yeah. was pretty important because they knew the venue, yeah. a lot of them did.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, which makes a big difference in yeah. terms of planning.
0: And where you don't want to go. bar of that
2: part of it like when when, yeah. the, when it gets to that.
1: Yeah, and that's a pretty cool uh, that's a, a, a pretty cool comment too, Maddie, because if, if they don't know the local area and they're not quite sure of the venue, they're, they're coming in there like a deer in the headlights as well. And as you said, you don't want to deal with that shit on your wedding day. You don't care. That's, that's up to us. That's, that's yeah. definitely up to us to have to deal with, um, and mind you, I don't care if the kid gets in the podcast too. He'd be stoked to be in it. A um, couple of other <laughs> things. About what about <laughs> um, what about uh, like let's get a bit personal with in terms of um, of dollars. Um, yep, and you don't need to tell me, but. Uh, Did you just just look at Matt and go, oh, God, here we go. He's really going to find out how much this shit got? This is
0: an issue of contention with us as to how much we actually spent.
1: Sure. So let me ask then, did you have a budget of what you were going to spend on your (laughs) wedding five years ago, Merribee, South Coast, using videographer, photographer, celebrant, all the catering, all that sort of stuff. Did you have a budget firstly?
2: Oh, yeah, I feel like our budget was around forty.
0: Yeah,
1: originally. Okay, and, and then like, what did you actually spend on your day?
2: No, then we were, then we figured out. I think that was based on a, a lot smaller figure of people that were coming to the wedding. Of course, but that's he-
1: and that's the thing. You you got to bear in mind that that if anyone's listening to this, you got to bear in mind that these guys had nearly two hundred fucking people at their wedding, which was massive I, it was probably the biggest it's still to this day probably the biggest wedding that i've done i mean we've we've had i've had a, a couple of people uh, a few couples that have had over 100 but yours was nearly 200 people that's huge
0: Well, i think in our defence we were both the first kids and grandkids on yeah, both on side. sides yes. to get married Matt's yeah. the eldest of 22 grandchildren on one side yep. my dad's Greek I yep. had my stepdad's family my mum's family and my whole family was still nowhere near the number of his immediate family on his dad's side
1: Matt had seven
0: <laughs> family and like close family friends
1: yeah, yes. and that's the and thing. Like, he, you can't you can't cut those people either. I mean, when it's can't. when it's the first of the family, it really is very difficult. And I guess when you work your way down the line, was you, it was
2: important yeah. to mum and dad too. That's yes. like there's a lot of people there. Mum and dad were like, we don't care. They're the people we really need to be there, yeah. uh, as well as us. Yeah. We realise the same. Yeah,
0: it was hard to cut friends and things like that. But like at the end of the day, you had to draw a line somewhere. And no matter what you do you're always going to upset someone someone's so, going to get their nose out of joint for some reason or another um but we just had to i think we we tried to draw a line and then it was about a couple of weeks out i just went oh fuck it i don't care just have whoever the fuck you want I kept, inviting
1: people. <laughs> I kept
0: inviting people i was like don't even tell me i don't want to know <laughs>
1: yeah um so what did it actually cost at the end of the day you had the best wedding oh, day. What did it cost you? I'm going to block my ears while she says 46. it. 46. <laughs> See, that's still, like, we're talking nearly 200 people and it cost you 46. I disagree, dollars. Adam.
0: No, it was 46 <laughs> after Meriby <laughs> refunded us money.
2: Mate, she's gotten a whole heap of something.
0: I did not.
1: <laughs> 46 my <more> ass. <hours. laughs>
0: it was 46. 40,
1: 47. Oh, you're squabbling <laughs> over a thousand bucks, you no, tired
2: no. arse. No, it was, way, it
1: was way more than
2: it that. Was was not, was it was
0: 46 after Merribee refunded us some money.
1: Oh, yeah, okay.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I just absolutely love it. Like, it's just, it's the way too. The venue good.
0: was easily the most expensive part of sure. it. Sure. I, want I to think at the happen. time was, it was 26000 just for the venue. Mm, um, wow. But I think we were out of pocket by the end of it, 22, um, because there were a couple of issues and hiccups along the way and things weren't how we were told they were going to be. Sure.
1: And and um, interesting you say that too, Michaela, because if if there's someone listening and they're thinking, oh, no, what would I do if something goes wrong? You obviously had no dramas in saying, well, this wasn't right. We need to be compensated for that. Um, Would your advice be to other couples, it's okay to ask, it's okay to say, hang on, this didn't go our way, it was the biggest day of our lives, we need some sort of compensation?
0: Absolutely. Like there were major changes to the grounds that we weren't aware of. Um, We were told that there were going to be things there and when we got there and unpacked their shed of... um, Furniture and stuff that they had, there were things missing, and they then weren't answering their phones. Mm-hmm. Um, we had no electricity um, on the day after the wedding, and there were twenty-two people there with no electricity, um, and just little things that were obviously a lot of it was out of their control. But my sure. argument was, when you're paying a premium price from a, for a premium venue, you don't expect to have a number of things go wrong. Like there, are, yeah. as I said, there are hiccups.
1: Something's always going to go wrong.
0: But when you've got, like, quite a list of things, you're like, yeah, okay.
1: Yeah, and that's that's when you put your hand up and say, all right, you know what, this this bullshit. Um, so, the other thing that I do want to ask,
0: if... I think that the venue was great, and I wouldn't change a thing about the venue. We yeah, did yeah. love it.
1: Yeah. yeah. It just pick up. Yeah, I mean, Meriby's is great place and they're awesome people and you know I often recommend uh, people go there that's for sure Um, what was on your wedding day I'll ask you this both um, individually Um, on your wedding day what was your biggest stress leading up to the wedding day itself
0: the weather for me Mm -hmm. on the day of the wedding because I really wanted it outside Mm. and I wanted I had a vision in my head of what I wanted I wanted to get married out in near the Rose Garden I really wanted to have our reception outside because we had canopy kind of style where yeah. everyone would walk around and I didn't want to do sit down I didn't want to um, have to do seating plans and Wait. stuff like that
2: Molly's awake
0: <laughs> you're up
2: get <laughs> Molly. Sorry. yeah you're up mate
0: um, yeah I didn't want to have everyone jam packed in so I think a day or two before we ended up hiring a marquee. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Because – and it was a really good decision, but the weather – like, everything for me was based around the weather.
1: Sure. If you could save some dollars somewhere, Michaela, where, where would you have saved a bit of coin? I mean, everybody is keen to save a bit of coin somewhere. What would I you think save it on? we
0: were pretty – we weren't – I wouldn't say we were tight asses. I think we were just smart with how we spent our money. Like, we – we're in a position where I have some pretty creative um, friends and family, and we had a lot of people at our disposal. So things like the flowers, I was very aware that like the flowers were awesome and I absolutely loved them. But do you want to spend five grand on flowers that aren't going to last forever? Like they're going to look great in photos, but was that necessary for us? No, mm. um, my sister um, and Matt's sister. Well, my sister's a, ha- a trained hairdresser, and Matt's sister is awesome with hair, so they did hair for us. Mm. One of my sisters is a makeup artist, and we hired another makeup artist as well, so we were able to really save money that way. Yeah. Um, yeah, and I don't think we kind of were excessive with anything really. Like we did go overboard with the alcohol, but I was more than prepared to have. Some left over. Sure. sure. And we we well, had beers left over for a couple of months, which yeah. was great. And we
1: all know for your husband that is perfect because Maddie's an alcoholic from way back. Uh,
0: my mother in law.
1: That's where it gets it from. Um, <laughs> look, if there was any advice that you could give to a couple listening right now, what, what advice would you give to a couple about to get into their wedding day?
0: I think know what you want and what you're happy to spend money on. And think. I think in the back of your head, you've got to just keep reminding yourself that it's just one day and not to take away from the fact that it's an awesome day and we had so much fun and it was exactly what we wanted. But at the end of the day, it is just one day of your entire life. Mm. And if it doesn't go to plan, it is what it is. But I think people can get so swept up in table settings and flower arrangements and a lot of it, just people... If I don't see the point in spending money on things that people aren't going to remember. Yeah. They're not going to remember how the table setting was. They're going to remember the food. They're going to remember the drink or lack of or whatever. Of course. Um, They're going to remember the music. And that was a big thing for us. We wanted live music. Um, That was like a non-negotiable. Yeah. And... That we, we wanted people to enjoy themselves, so that's where we allocated our money. And I think it paid off.
1: Michaela, it it paid off in a big way because when I got back to your reception, people were dancing in puddles of mud and enjoying their night like yep. it was the last night they were ever going to party. It was like <laughs> the world was ending that night, and they were like, oh, "Right, that's
0: had mud all down his yes. back from having people on his shoulders dancing. As I said, Matt was crowd surfing. Yep. My mother in law was singing in the band the whole night. Yep. Matt was singing with the band. My, Matt's grandfather was on the drums. The whole family was up. It was just a massive dance party.
1: Yeah, it was the most chaotic night ever (laughs) but one that you wouldn't swap for anything um i know that uh i know that maddie's actually gone to uh to go and nurse bub back to sleep but uh really appreciate the catch up and i know we've said it a million times before on the socials but we've got to catch up man we've got to catch up
0: (laughs) oh yes definitely good
1: to see you sister thanks for your time
0: shaney appreciate it have a good one